What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. I am so excited. We are starting fantasy football. It's been so long, and oh my gosh, I know it used to be Vince and I that used to do this, but now we got Reed in because you know he was the runner-up last year for fantasy football, and he likes to brag a lot. Mm -hmm. So let's see if you guys like his take. But today, I'm super excited. We're going to start off pretty darn strong. Um, uh, PI Podcast, thank you so much for being here. It's about to take notes tonight. Hey, you better take notes because we're going to give some good advice, which we usually do. We help someone get all the way to the championship last year. Uh, Nestor, what's up, man? Appreciate you being here live on the show. Uh, thank you. And uh, why are you shaking your head, Reed? You guys helped him beat me. That's what happened. No, that's not who we're talking about. Oh, uh, we're okay. talking about uh, yeah, some subscribers that came in who got yeah. our some advice. They told us they made it to the championship. So congratulations to them. And better luck this year, man. We got your back. We've improved our skills. We honed up a little bit. Nestor Mana is actually the champion of fantasy football in our own little personal league, the boys, baby. Uh, but, yeah, today we are talking, uh, talking about the top five fantasy running backs, okay? I'm a huge fantasy player. I like to play at least in three leagues every single year. And I try to look it up. Okay, hey, I, I need big-time backs. The draft is coming up. If I got a top five pick, you got a top ten pick, who do I pick up? And honestly, you cannot find someone, hey, right here, here's the top five, this, 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 and this is why. That's why we're going to do it for y'all, okay? We're going to make this as easy as possible. We got five backs for y'all to look out for, especially if you're in the top five picks, okay? Because especially if you're in a PPR league, this is going to be very beneficial to every single one of y'all. And let's not waste any time. We're going to get right into this video. But first, I want to do an honorable mention. He did not make the top five list slid through the cracks huge time player i love this guy i know a lot of you guys love him too but i'm talking about old man joe mixon guess what he's actually not that old but joe mixon's a very reliable back he's been he's in the cincinnati Bengals, who went to the super bowl last year uh he did share a little bit of the ball with, with uh p ryan but this guy is a pass catching back and, and he's going to see a lot of action this upcoming year uh, especially if you want a reliable back, this is the guy who toughs it out. If he's feeling dinged up, he's going to be out there in the field. I know Vince is real big on him, that he was on your top five, but we collectively came together and found a top five that we could all agree upon. Uh, what do you have to say about Joe Mixon, Vince? Uh, D, well, actually, he was in my top four. I had him at number four above some other people that didn't make it as well, but uh, we'll talk about that later. But I think he's a top five guy just because of the way they run their offense there in Cincinnati now. Uh, they have studs all over the place. They're still beefing up the line. So it's also going to help Joe Burrow as well as Joe Quicks and Mixon, what I call him. Uh, <laughs> but last year, I mean, he had 292 attempts. And his uh, yards per carry weren't the best. It was just under four yards per carry. But just as I said, they're beefing up the line. Uh, he had many, many touchdowns. I think it was 13. Uh, it was fourth in the entire NFL. And he was third in rushing yards as well, 1,205. 
So, I mean, I'm a big stats guy. I think he can replicate this, if not do better, just because that offense is ready to take it again to the next level, just like they did this past season, and start off right off the bat. Uh, But if you look at his fantasy points from last year, he was pretty much always in the double digits. I think it was only like one or two games where he was in the single digits. And I believe three of them were because he was injured. So he didn't play. Right. Uh, yeah, so the, what the Cincinnati Bengals did was really good. They they were the best this offseason in for, uh, seeing the old line. So really excited to see what Joe Mixon is or what he does this upcoming season. But we're talking about top five. So just scratching the surface, like I said, Joe Mixon, he barely missed it. But at number five, you guys, I'm going to hear a lot of crap here, okay? And I'm ready to take it in. But I am, ta- I am taking... <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, young buck Christian McCaffrey, he is at number five. He's been at everyone's number one for the past two years, okay? But the past two years, he's played a total of 10 games, 10 games in the past two seasons. That is horrible. He is unreliable. He's injury prone. Uh, some could say, oh, it's because of how, how much they use him. Yes, that could be true. But I still have him as my top five because this Panthers offense is going to struggle. Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, it doesn't matter. They're going to struggle unless they get Jimmy Garoppolo. And CMC, he's not only running back one, but he's also the wide receiver one. He's the guy that sees the most targets in that offense. So they're going to be in a lot of trouble, especially with that O-line. So Sam Darnold, uh, uh Cam Newton, whoever, Mike White, my boy, I don't care who it is back there. They're going to see trouble. They need to re- release that ball, and Christian McCaffrey is going to be that relief type of type of dude. So I got him number five. If he is healthy, he's going to see a lot of upside and a lot of points for your team. Yeah, if he's definitely healthy, uh, this is a, a great back to have on your team. Uh, I, I think he's the top five, definitely. Uh, but me personally, if I'm drafting and I see number six, uh, our number six guy, Joe Mitson, and him on the board, I'm probably going to take Joe Mitson uh, just because I'm more scared of the risk factor of uh, Christian McCaffrey. Ten games in two seasons. I know he's ruined some fantasies these past two years when people picked him, thought they were going to have one of the best teams in their league because of McCaffrey, cause, because of what he can do when he's healthy. Um, and then he got hurt, and then he just ruined those, their seasons for those people. So me personally, I'll try to stay away from this guy. But if you want to take that risk, a lot of people are going to be doing the same thing I am. They're going to stay away from him, pick other guys that are a little bit more safer. Uh, If you want to take the risk on Christian McCaffrey and potentially have the huge uh, upside of it, of having potentially one of the best teams uh, in your league, take the chance. Yeah, man. Uh, Here's what I have to say. Uh, He was not in my top five. He was not in my top seven. Um, he is in my top 10, though, uh, maybe top eight. I could see me putting my putting him at eight. But this is the only advice that I will give you since these guys hit the points perfectly with him. Um, if you have, I don't know how many people are going to be in your league, whether it's eight, 10, 12, but if you have a pick that is later in the round and all the top backs are off, why not pick this guy? Uh, you can go ahead and get another mediocre uh, uh, running back after that, especially if you do the snake route where uh, you pick last and then you pick first in the second round. So uh, that's just my recommendation. If you, if uh, CMC does fall in your draft, uh, he's not a guy that's going to not be good because this guy's amazing. He's the most talented running back in the league. If I were to say it, uh, he's just always injured. Uh, and if you look at the NFL app for fantasy, he's the number one projected guy for the running backs. 
He's projected to get a 373 fantasy points, but I think that is some BS because he's not going to stay healthy all year. Uh, but that's just people trying to change the system like, oh, CMC is still relevant. I think you got to uh, take your chances elsewhere. My personal recommendation for this guy, he has a lot of upside. If you're drafting with a, a 10-man league, draft him no earlier than eight. I don't trust him. Past two seasons, 10 games. Not enough to win uh, to win a league. Ready to move on? Yep. Number four. I've been telling everyone this last year, okay? You can go back, rewatch our old videos. I said, draft this rookie. Draft him. He's going to be late in the rounds. Draft this guy because he is going to carry your team to victory. And I'm talking about Najee Harris. I have him as ranked number four. Yes, they did lose Big Ben. So that's a huge, huge hit for that offense because he was that vet quarterback, that smart guy. But the, the head coach, Thomas, he's, he's know what he's going to do. He knows what he's doing. So this offense does suffer having Mitch Trubisky back there, having uh, – I forgot his name, that, that rookie quarter, uh, Pickett um, as their quarterback because they haven't proven themselves. They're both first-round picks, but they have not proven themselves to, uh, th- that they are a starter to lead a team. Now, Najee Harris, he sneakily led this this fantasy league, the NFL fantasy league, with over 70 catches, I believe. That's the most out of every running back. So if you're playing that PPR league, this is the guy that you want to target. Not only is he going to be carrying the team on his back because they have no other option, because they can't throw with the ball, but he's going to be getting all those dump passes, those screen passes, those bubble routes. That's going to be him. He's going to be taking a lot of that action with uh, DJ Snell Jr. helping him out in the backfield. But this is the guy to rack you up some points. Yeah, man, I agree. I mean, Najee Harris is number four with the most yards. I think he just eclipsed 1,200, and that's amazing for a rookie. Uh, I do remember last year, AJ was like, if you don't have this guy, if you haven't drafted this guy yet, you need to. Uh, But, yeah, Najee Harris was just a guy who came into the league by storm. Uh, I believe he went to Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. So it's just another Alabama product that uh, comes to the NFL and wreaks havoc just like Derrick Henry did. Uh, I don't think he's the same replica of Derrick Henry, but he's better, in my opinion. Uh, he can catch the ball better. Uh, he picks his holes better. Uh, Derrick Henry is just a force, and he's fast. Uh, but I think that Najee has a better football IQ. And that's the only reason that I have him at number six above a lot of other running backs. Uh, I didn't put him at four, but uh, I do respect his game, and I think that he is going to get the ball more because there's going to be some trouble on that offense. Uh, I put Najee at number five. Um, I think he's a top five uh, running back. Uh, we have him at number four, but I think he's going to be uh, have a huge upside going to his sophomore season. Um, he looked great his freshman year, um, but going into sophomore, he's getting he has his he knows what he's doing now. He knows uh, how the how the whole year goes. How the longevity of the year feels like how he has to take care of his body, uh, all that stuff. So he's, he's going to have a lot of upside this year. And then, I mean, with Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin knows, Hey, if my offense is going to run, it's going to be through Najee. Like he, he knows this is the only way that they're going to be able to put up points. So that definitely expects a lot, a large amount of these, uh, uh, carries or, uh, for them to throw him the ball. Nice. Now, going into number three, this might shock some people. 
because <laughs> I was talking high game earlier. But number three, I got King Henry himself. This guy, do I really have to explain myself here? The only reason why he is not number one is because of the injury that he went through last year. He does have a metal plate on his in his foot now. So it just depends how he comes back. He did come back for a playoff game where he looked a little rusty. He didn't produce his normal production. So we got to keep a close eye on him in the, during the preseason if he plays uh, early on. But if this guy can re- repeat just a sliver of what he did these past couple of seasons, he's going to be totally worth it. I have his number three. He's just a powerhouse back who's also going to be – he's the bell cow of the team. He gets the ball no matter what. doesn't matter how many backs you have. If he's healthy, he's going to be getting the ball every single time. That's all I got. Yeah, uh, other than AJ, I think the only reason we don't have him at number one is because we, the guy we have him at number one. I personally put him at number two because at the end of the day, whether he's coming off an injury or not, he at the end of the day, he is King Henry. He is Derrick Henry who can take the majority of the rushes who um, – during the second half of the uh, game, when everybody else is tired, he just keeps on pushing through and racks up those yards and racks up those yards and racks up those yards over and over and over again. And and that that's just every single first down, every single uh, five, five yards, that's points on your fantasy team. And then eventually that leads in, into the touch, into the end zone where you get a touchdown. Um, not Derrick Henry is going to be one of the best backs this coming year because at the end of the day, um, Tennessee knows if they're going to be successful, they need to give him the ball. Now, maybe you see at the beginning of the year, since he is coming off that injury, um, he doesn't get as many uh, reps. We'll ha- we'll see how many uh, times they let him uh, carry the ball. But at the end of the day, this guy's going to get up points. And I, I, the only person I think is we'll get to him, but there's only one guy that I personally think is better than Terry Henry. Well, I mean, I've said I said it last year when everybody was talking about the hype train, Mr. King, Derrick Henry. Uh, he's the only guy to have 2,000 yards in a season at all three levels, high school, college, and the NFL. So I think that's an amazing feat, and that happened two years ago. So that, that didn't even happen recently. Uh, but I'll always tell everybody about that, whoever says that Derrick Henry's not good, and I'll tell you he's been good his whole life, my friend. Uh, but, yeah, uh, he is – off an in, coming off an injury. So if you do draft him, which you should, he should be either number one, number two, or number three in every single draft this year, unless you have different settings. Um, but this guy is a beast, and he's going to continue to be a beast. Uh, in the playoff game, he was only averaging 3.1 per carry, uh, but the entire team was doing bad, so it's not really on him. Uh, they were focusing on him. They knew the game plan. The Titans always run with him. So it's not on him, but if he does start slow in the season, do not take any trade offers. Draft this guy, keep him on your team, unless the world ends. Even if he's injured, you keep him there, because once he comes back, he comes back like a beast. And just like Reed said, as the game goes on, he gets stronger, and that's why he's the king. King Henry, baby. Now this next guy, he's on a team that is fired up, missed the playoffs last year. But they have a lot to prove, and they have a team to do it. I'm talking about Austin Eckler, and I feel kind of bad because someone asked me about Austin Eckler before, and I was like, "Dude, get off that train, man!" Austin Eckler, he ain't that guy. And then I did some more research on him, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, wow, he's the guy. He's the guy. This guy was averaging 21 fantasy points per game. 
He was also averaging 5.1 catches point per game. Now, if you're in a PPR league, this is amazing. That's automatically five points. If he's averaging five catches a game, that is five points plus how many yards he gets. He's oh, I don't know what else to say. You got a young stud in Justin Herbert who is ready to lead the team. He left his sophomore year slump. They have a team who is just hungry to win. They just want to win because they have the team to do it. And I believe Austin Eckler is going to have one hell of a year. One hell of a season, especially for fantasy football. So if you have a top three pick, you got to be targeting this guy 100%. Not bad, man. Well, I don't I don't want to ruin our number one, so I'm not going to say who I, I uh, thought that Mr. Austin Eckler was better than. Uh, in my opinion, I have Austin Eckler at two, but he's tied for our number one guy, um, in my opinion, at least. Uh, when you look at last year, he had 343 fantasy points. And I'm not too sure if that's in a PPR league or if that's a regular league. But even then, that's a lot of points. 343 and our number one guy had 373. And everybody by now should know who that is if you watched last season. But uh, this offense hasn't changed, man. Their game plan is the same. Uh, AJ's correct. They want to win. They want to win now. They have the talent. They have young guys who are getting experience. And I think that they can do better. Uh, the only position on offense that I think had changed for them is maybe one lineman and a tight end. So this offense is going to keep rolling. He's going to keep getting the ball, whether it's pass or getting uh, on the ground. So in my opinion, he's going to be the number one running back next year. But that's up for debate. And we'll see what the future holds for these next two running backs. All right, for me, uh, right here, I got outvoted, honestly. Um, <laughs> I, I think Eckler is great. I think he's a great running back. Um, he did had an incredible year last year, and he definitely will be carrying some of that into next year. But And every single year we see uh, the running back from the previous year, one of, one of them, maybe sometimes multiple of them, end up next year not having a great as of, as of, great of the year. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen to Eckler. I think he's going to have a regression, uh, whether it's because of just him not playing as well, um, the offense not running through him as much, or just a plain old injury. Um, I just don't think he's going to have the same type of um, uh, points that he's going to go up, uh, put up uh, this next year. Um, but I really like him, but I just don't think he's going to be – he's on the same tier, in my opinion, um, as some of these other guys. I like your point of view there, Reed. You always need some, uh, what I like to call realist, you know, because yep. not all these guys, just because they did amazing last year, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's injuries that play a factor, and there's just a different offensive play style. You never know, different people just order. People just fall off sometimes. Todd Gurley just disappeared one day. Exactly. You're 100% right. And we could see that with Najee Harris. He was just a rookie last year. Uh, but with that offense scheme, they need a guy to carry the backfield. And I, that might be him. But going on to number one, I'm pretty sure y'all guessed it. It's all over the place. It's the only person that you see when you talk about fantasy. I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor. What a stud. What an outstanding guy. A plazo, a plazo for that guy. The, the, the kind of year he had last season. Uh, he is a clear number one winner. He was averaging, uh, what was it, 160, 130 yards per week. That's automatically 13 points. He's averaging 130 yards per week. You know 
They like to run the ball, and they do. They did have Carson Wentz last year, and they brought in Matt Ryan. And the huge upgrade in that position. And at first, I was like, oh, okay, great. Now you're going to see some uh, decrease in volume with, with the running backs because they got a three-headed monster over there. But honestly, with Matt Ryan there, gives them more opportunity into the red zone, into scoring situations. So we might even see Jonathan Taylor's production go up as far as points. Not so much yardage, but he'll replace that with the amount of touchdowns he will be will be receiving. Yeah, I believe he scored like 20 touchdowns last year. And that's a lot as it is. So, hey, man, I think he, he's in a good situation. I do think they're a playoff team. They, they just got to address that wide receiver position. But I, I like this a lot. Yeah, yeah going off. Oh, okay, go there. Going off of what uh, Vince, uh, AJ was saying, um, a lot of people are saying, hey, Matt Ryan's coming in. He's not Carson Wentz, so they don't have to rely on Jonathan Taylor as much. Or um, Matt Ryan's going to uh, take away some of his uh, touches that Jonathan Taylor has. Um, but I, don't, I just don't think that's true. Uh, we, we've seen in, uh, uh, in uh, the Falcons um, that Matt Ryan had some great running backs behind him. They, they, he had some running backs that put up some dang good yards, put up some great fantasy numbers, some great fantasy numbers in the past. So they, they, there's, I don't really understand uh, just because you have a good quarterback, the running back's going to suffer. Um, I think I think they understand. Hey, Matt Ryan, we we put him in. He we brought him in to not take away from Jonathan Taylor, but to complement Jonathan Taylor. So now that they have to, now the defense has to worry about both the pass and the run. Um, that's what I think we're going to see from here. Um, so I think it's just going to open up the field for Jonathan Taylor even more, and I think he's going to be able to put up the same type of numbers he did last year. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I agree with both of you. This guy is the reigning king, uh, but he has not dethroned uh, Derrick Henry, in my opinion, yet. He still needs to capitalize on the next seasons that come. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, he he had so much workload last year, and I was amazed at really how he took it because he played all 17 games. He didn't get injured, and even if there was a slight injury, he played through it. So this guy's a beast. He's resilient. And AJ was almost correct on how many touchdowns he scored. He scored 18. But oh, 18. Still, that is a lot of touchdowns, especially in fantasy. 18 times 6. Can't do the quick math by myself right now, but that's over 100-something points. Uh, so I know that for sure, and that's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, he, he led the league with 1,811 yards. I do not know how many um, catches or how many yards he had for catch. But the thing about Matt Ryan is when he goes to a team or when he was with the Falcons, every running back that he had always had good cat pass catching ability. And, I mean, they were always open because Matt Ryan has the ability to stretch the field. Uh, he can still sling it pretty far, but not as far as he used to. So we'll see how that affects that offense. But, I mean, the Colts are a running team, so he's going to run the ball. And some another element that I want him to focus on more is his pass catching ability. I think if he can do that, he can replicate or even surpass what he did this past season. So, in my opinion, I still think he's the number one guy, and I believe that all of us chose him as number one because right now he's the undisputed king, and he. We'll see if he gets dethroned this year. 
I think he might, but we'll see. He might, but he still would have a very high production for any fantasy league that he is in. Uh, so if you do have the first overall pick, that is, I don't want to say it's a clear winner, but that's definitely one that you should look out to and really think about it because we still need to get into wide receivers because the wide receivers could be a huge part. They're becoming more and more scarce every single year, uh, especially with these court, all these quarterbacks moving around. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun to dissect that and to get into detail with all those uh, players. But yeah, if you guys liked our top five, let us know if you guys would uh, like to put someone inside that top five, but uh, leave a comment down below and let us know because there's a lot of running backs on here. And that I, I would like to add, like I know one of them is Alvin Kamara, but a huge part is we don't know if he's going to get suspended for the six to eight weeks. Uh, that's, that's going to be huge. And that's what's killing him. But yeah, let us know your thoughts uh, down in the comments below. Um, uh, I see a little shade in the in the chat right now, but I do want to mention uh, before we we close out today, guys, we are going to do an NSP fantasy football league. I know we mentioned this was it was actually last year, right? Yeah, uh, that we wanted to do a not so pro football league with all of our fans because we did have high volumes when it came to our our fantasy football talks. So if you guys are interested or don't have that friend group that likes to start up leagues, or you're just one of those that that that's like Vincent and joins like DraftKings or whatever because he's just addicted to fantasy football. Uh, then come join our league. Uh, we're going to lead down the details uh, as time gets closer on, but uh, we will be having a, a league out there for you guys, our fans, and and if there's enough room, we might even join it just to cream y'all. But uh, until next time, uh, we'll talk more about that. And until next time, you guys, you keep on grinding. <laughs>